Hey there, sit down, make yourself comfortable, and grab a cup of tea. Welcome to the 96th episode of Bass Tea. Thanks for tuning in. I have an announcement. The 100th episode of Bass Tea is approaching, and to commemorate it, I want to include you guys, the ones that have come this far with me. That's why the 100th episode special will be a compilation of messages from listeners and previous guests that have shaped the podcast. I would love it for you to contribute your grain of sand, so feel free to send an audio file of however long you like saying whatever you like about The Ask Tea to theastpodcast at gmail.com, including, if you feel comfortable, of course, your name, age, and where you're from. For instance, you can talk about your favorite episode, what you do while listening to the podcast, your favorite part about it, or your best memories with it. Thank you so much for the support over these nearly 100 episodes, and I can't wait to listen to your messages. Welcome back, everybody. So for this tea talk, I feel like I am betraying you guys, but I needed to align with my Colombian origins. Honestly, every time that I realize like how little I have left before I move to France, that pushes me to like reaffirm my Colombian identity. So I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> it's literally just like instant coffee, which I don't consider coffee. Like I just think it's a fraud, but I guess we'll call it like actual coffee with milk in one of my favorite mugs. My other favorite mug is a like ceramic like watercolor mug, but this is my other favorite mug. It's green and it's also ceramic, but you can like it's very imperfect, you know, it's not like smooth sleek surfaces like it has a bunch of dents and things and it was like purposefully made up like that it's sort of like an olive green or like no i think this is like more of a teal color and it has like some brown like on the rims and on the edges and it has like a cute little handle that's just a little circle i don't know i just find it so unique and so pretty i love it it's literally one of my favorite mugs to paint the scene for you guys it is night um i haven't recorded many episodes at night recently but this one i am recording at night i think this is a pretty good time to record because there's not that much background noise hopefully you can't notice much and i'm really sad that i just like discovered this good time to record like literally right before i leave because <laughs> now living in a different place there will be like different schedules and you know different times where there's noise outside and stuff like that so it's quite a bummer another thing that i discovered i liked really close to leaving was okay i love mozzarella i love cheese in general mozzarella has always been just such a good option because it's pretty inexpensive and the bufala kind which is just like little balls they sell it at a really good supermarket in colombia that's called de uno because it's so cheap and has very good products and i would only like my mom would get it once in a while and put it like in a tomato salad but i made a pizza recipe and i destroyed the bufala and i put it on and i had pasta earlier and i literally like destroyed it and put it on my pasta and i was like how had i never thought of this before like i had kind of enjoyed so many years worth of eating like like destroyed bufala and it, it's just so good it tastes really nice <laughs> so yeah that's totally unrelated but i just felt like i needed to say it that's pretty much all for my tea talk i painted the scene for you guys let's get into the episode It's been a long time since I recorded like the last proper episode. I don't know, it's been like over 10 days because the last episode I recorded was the Q&A and I didn't do like, I don't do proper life updates and Q&As. So I don't know, like 
always when there's a guest episode it kind of like shifts everything because i don't count that as a weekly episode i record because i just do that in like a different time frame anyways it's been a long time there's a lot to discuss <laughs> so literally i always think of these life updates especially when they're so long like going through my camera roll and just seeing everything i've done because i take pictures and document everything it's my greatest virtue <laughs> so the first major thing is that i went to bogota which is the capital of colombia a couple of days ago because i needed to do like an errand in the french embassy which is located in the capital and it was super fun it was literally a day trip with my mom so we got to spend like some quality time together it was really fun we literally went and came back the same day and our only stop outside of the airport was the embassy so I don't know, it was just a really fun way to like shake up the routine and what we needed to do there was get like my identity card made basically. I don't know honestly why I didn't have it. I mean, I had my French passport, but I didn't have like my identity card. So we had to get that like made. And yeah, it was really fun because obviously the embassy is like a French speaking place. So it kind of gave me a little bit of a taste for what my life is going to be like in the future just like doing errands and communicating like predominantly in french it was a good little trial run and it was also a really great way to sort of like see where i was at with my language because i don't know i've been struggling a lot with that feeling confident not confident and all of that so just really like putting myself in a setting where it's like okay would you be able to defend yourself my mom did most of the talking but i was well confident that <laughs> i could have done so myself as well and that i knew like how to express myself and i've been practicing a lot additionally literally with myself like all alone so yeah going to the embassy was a pleasant experience and then there was a weekend there which was super fun this proves a point that i've had for like the past semester and it's that in my life i will always have plans like plans will find a way of making themselves I don't need to like scramble around and stress around like oh my gosh what am i gonna do how am i gonna occupy my time this weekend like literally plans plans come up it's like i don't need to stress so much about it and this is kind of a gift to my younger self because my younger self like when i was in like seventh eighth grade i remember like barely having any plans like social plans and i was so sad about that and i always wished every friday i would have at least one plan for that weekend and it was literally like what i treasured the most and i have like multiple plans on the weekend and throughout the week and i'm just so grateful that i'm like fulfilling my inner child's dream so that weekend what i did was um on saturday i had lunch with my girlfriends from school it was super fun we went to Chef Burger, obviously. I literally talk about them like in every episode, but they have my favorite dish, which are the American fries. And I don't know, just getting back together with them is super fun because we catch up on our lives and I just see them like not so often. So we kind of see how we grow and evolve and stuff and how our lives change. So that's pretty cool. And then that same day, I had dinner with some of my other friends, which I made at university which is like the most recent friend group that I've been incorporated in, which I find really nice and fun. So yeah, we had Domino's Pizza, which I absolutely love. Literally, pizza is awesome. And fun fact, before I went to have dinner with them, because I didn't know I was going to be going out with them, I had pizza at home. So that just goes to show how much I love junk food. And then the next day, we had like a super alternative plan, and it was with two of my closest friends, Manu and Sara. And we basically went to a museum, which is the mom, the museum of modern art of medellin which is super nice it's in a really nice place of the city um so we went there we walked around they dared me to get this cute guy that was like working there 
like get his Instagram and if I did they would pay for my dinner and I did get it and they did pay for my dinner it was so much fun and then after that we went to a fair in Medellin that's called the anti-tattoo so it's basically like this organization that sets up events and one that they do is called lost and found and it's basically like a vintage garage sale it's kind of like an opportunity to thrift things so they had a bunch of cool clothing they also had like vinyls and yeah all of these fun things you can imagine but they also had cameras like old cameras and i have a kodak fun saver which i've been having like so much fun with and i've been documenting a bunch of things before i leave but i have been thinking of getting like a proper camera that i can reuse just like long term and i found an olympus which is the shoot and go and it was very cheap it was such a steal it was 40,000 pesos which is like ten dollars it the only problem is it doesn't have a flash but you know i can literally like put up my phone flashlight and hopefully get that same effect but yeah i'm so excited it's already packed to go but i just think it's super cool and i was like this is literally the opportunity to get it it's secondhand it's cheap what is stopping you so that was really fun and then the days like kept going and i had an experience that was really weird because it was saying goodbye to my first friend i don't think i worded that right it was like my first goodbye <laughs> um but yeah you know at this point i started like arranging saying goodbye to people so i met up with one of my friends that i hadn't talked to in like a while and that we weren't really close but she still told me she wanted to say goodbye to me and i found it really sweet so we like you know spend time together and said our goodbyes and it was so weird because it's like it's not a random goodbye until we make ne like our next plans it's literally i'm moving across the atlantic ocean goodbye <laughs> so that was a bit of a reality check but i was so grateful to have that experience it was it felt very genuine and i also went to my psychologist um i had a lot of things to talk about obviously since i'm going through like such an intense process so it was really good to sort of put everything on the table and catch up with myself and with her as well and sort of like how i'm doing with my whole moving process i also got a tattoo with my sibling it is a venn diagram on my left hand and it's not on my wrist it's like on the side of my hand if that makes sense like the outer side like basically find your pinky and like go a little bit down there it is <laughs> and basically okay the meanings are multiple basically the way i had interpreted it was one circle was my mom and the other one was my dad and the intersection is like my sibling and i but the way my sibling thought of it was like one of the circles was them and the other one was me and the intersection is what we have in common so let me know what definition you think is best i'm literally gonna put it on a question for this episode so if you're listening on spotify and you go to the episode's information you can vote for which answer you feel is more fitting however we are having some problems because okay this is my third tattoo i get and i've never experienced this before and i mean it's thin ink but so are my other tattoos and it is kind of like how do i describe this it's like peeling off it's as if like the the ink is peeling off and underneath there is like ink but it's like less faint sorry it's more faint um yeah it's like faint and not as thick so it literally feels like the tattoo like is peeling off and for me it's happening a little bit but with my sibling it literally entirely peeled off and it's super weird so we're kind of concerned about that and we have followed the instructions he gave us like a little 
patch kind of like a sticker when we first got it and he was like okay this will fall off on its own on by three to four days for me it fell off like two days later and he was like once it falls off you want to like clean it you want to scrub it and then you want to apply cream like twice a day and i did that except the cream i have isn't like proper tattoo cream it's literally just like moisturizing lotion um so i don't know if that's the reason or if it's because the sticker fell off too quickly like i don't know what the problem is but i think there is a problem <laughs> so yeah it's kind of concerning but i hope it turns out okay like it gets well because the tattoo is really cute and i really like it and it's in a pretty visible place like my other tattoos are on the back of my neck and literally underneath my boob so they're pretty hidden but this one is visible like if i meet someone like they'll probably see it very quickly so it's like okay you know it was a big step another really big thing that happened is so one of my friends from like this new friend group that i mentioned his name is agus the day like okay the day i'm recording this tomorrow he's leaving he's moving to new york he's studying in columbia so on friday we had like our little going away party for him and just sort of like the last day we would see him so that was fun because the night started out in mcdonald's and we went to a casino and then we were in the like biggest gay club in medellin like this what do you call it like disco like club like what's the definition i'm pretty sure it's club but it was just a very bittersweet night because it was like we were having all these fun activities we were doing like the typical group activities of going to mcdonald's and also doing something really fun and different which was going out to a club um so it was a really legendary like way to say goodbye to him but it was also really sad because it's like bro you're literally moving and it's like obviously for the best and like you know like we're all so proud of him and happy for him and everything but it's like kind of sad that we won't be able to see each other all the time and all of that and it was just very hard for me to say goodbye and very sad like it was much harder for me than i had expected because on top of all of that it was like okay that's literally gonna be me in two weeks time so i don't know it was just really odd and it got me thinking like what do i want to accomplish before i leave how do i want to leave things you know it, it and it i've just been putting like all of this pressure on myself and okay i'm kind of making this about myself <laughs> but as i was saying like it was just really weird to say goodbye to agus and we hadn't been like that close friends for that long but it was still like you know this person that it was like if we had both stuck around i feel like we would have become really good friends and so it's kind of like okay well if we want to continue with this friendship then it's gonna have to be through the distance which is kind of sad it's not the same but at the same time i'm very grateful for all the time we did spend together all the advice he gave me because we were going through a very similar situation at the same time of like leaving the country so yeah you know i feel like it was a growth experience but i'm really happy with how i handled it you know how i said goodbye you know saying everything i felt I just feel like that was really important and liberating so it's definitely what i want to guide my upcoming goodbyes so i just wanted to share that experience because i felt like it was really meaningful <laughs> in my life over the past few days and then i had my proper going away party so basically over the past couple of years my sibling and i have been known in our friend group for throwing like these house parties so it's always like the same ritual we have like these led bulbs that can change color so we put them funky colors you know we get stuff to drink we get snacks we get pizza we put music on the tv through like the apple tv and we call of our all of our friends even though they're from like different circles different places different friend groups and we 
sort of like collect them all together in our living room in our balcony we put on fairy lights they sometimes migrate towards our bedrooms and just chill here it's not what you think <laughs> or they sometimes go to like the kitchen and the back area of the house and they just spread out and they talk and we dance and we listen to music and it's really fun so i had my going away party and i was like okay it's gonna be my last rodeo and it's gonna be the same thing that started all of this you know it was very similar to like the first major party we threw which would have been my sweet 16 so it just really felt like a very authentic way to say goodbye and i'm kind of torn over the date that i chose this party for because it was over two weeks before me leaving so it was good because like the people that i knew beforehand that couldn't attend this party like i could make arrangements to see them on other circumstances but at the same time it was like sort of halfway goodbyes with everybody because people like couldn't I feel like people maybe didn't want to say goodbye properly at that time so they were like oh i'll definitely see you again before you leave and i was like but what if we don't you know because like everybody said that and i can't make plans again with everybody until i leave so i feel like i'm literally back where i started <laughs> but yeah it is what it is i did get to say like a proper goodbye to some people so i'll figure out the rest but yeah it was a very good time i did definitely ball my eyes out i cried so much and I was thankful of the friends that were there to console me and just give me advice and tell me that everything was going to be okay. It was a very like sentimental, vulnerable moment, but I feel like I was with the correct people to sort of like talk me through it and make me feel okay and let me enjoy my going away party. And a fun fact is actually the day after, one of my friends told me that she just found out she had a trip planned to Bordeaux literally in October of this year. Like her dad had arranged everything on his own and so that was such a relief for me because it was like okay i'm gonna have sort of like a connection back to my roots very like a very short time into living there and i feel like that's gonna be exactly when i need it i feel like the timing will literally be be like spot on because like my parents will have already left so i feel like it'll be just the right dose when i need it of like colombia and my life here so yeah it turned out great my going away party was I was very fulfilled with the experience and I really enjoyed it. So the next day I had to take it very slow. <laughs> and over these past few days, actually today and yesterday, Sara, my best friend, has a membership at a gym and she can like invite people. So she has been inviting me for like yesterday, today and tomorrow's the last day she can invite me. And it has been so fun. It's literally been like the main event of my days, going to the gym with her, like following her regular routine. It's been so fun. For both of us, I feel, because it's just like something, like you're doing something good for yourself, but it's with a person that you're really fond of. So it makes it like even more funny and even more enjoyable. And you're obviously like both doing your own thing, but you can chat and you can glance at each other. And it's just great to know that you have that support there. So it's been really fun. I am so incredibly sore because I'm not like a very active person in terms of like working out consistently and all of that. But I've had a really good time. It's made me think of like, wanting to keep up with this sort of lifestyle when i moved to france so i'm really grateful i got like that revelation and that sort of idea but yeah it's been a really fun activity it's been the, definitely like the main thing of my week another thing that happened is that my piercing a couple of weeks ago i mentioned that i got the tragus piercing it got infected i don't know that guy that did that piercing is the same that did the tattoo i just mentioned so make your own conclusions but yeah, basically the biggest fear of anybody that does like has piercings on them is for those little balls to form. And those balls have formed like in this piercing and I've followed the instructions on like how to treat them. Like you have to pop them and, you know, like drain them, all of that. 
but I don't know it's like they keep coming up I'm kind of scared but literally the last thing I plan to do is take out that piercing it was expensive I really like that piercing I can't get it redone like before I leave like I can't take it out let it heal and do it again like there's no time and piercings in France are much more expensive and I will not have that type of budget so this is my only opportunity and I plan on leaving it in and just like telling it to heal itself honestly I'm sick of it so yeah that's that another thing i want to share is that one of my goals for like this summer and this time before i leave was to deep clean my room like literally go through everything figure out what i want to keep what i want to like get rid of and reorganize things and just like really go in deep and i think i completed that task today i mean i've been working at it progressively like not all in one day i've been tackling different areas at different times so that i don't get like completely overwhelmed but today i pretty much like finished going around my room but it's hard for me to accept i'm like wondering if there's anything that i may have missed but i think i literally went through everything like that was sort of buried and the rest of the things like i am okay with and that i've like i've touched up recently so yeah, I'm just kind of like allowing myself to feel that sense of accomplishment and that I've done everything I needed to because that's probably like the largest goal I've had like for me to leave in peace. I've literally thought like if I don't get this done, it will haunt me in France. It probably won't, but at least I got it done. And so I'm just kind of like allowing myself to feel that sense of accomplishment. I still feel like I need to get it done, but it's like literally done. So there's that. I know this life update is kind of long. I am sorry about that, but other things I want to share and that have become like sections in my life update um basically regarding france i finally got my bank account like validated it was such a headache so many forms so many things i've literally been talking about like opening my bank account like in every life update <laughs> for a long time but yeah they told me that everything is in order so that was a very big step and i did it all by myself <laughs> The other thing i started getting mail i have been looking like so far a mailing address to one of like my relatives in france and she's been getting like she told me today that there was a bunch of mail there for me so it's like very exciting i'm like oh my goodness wow it feels very real so yeah those are like the major updates also i've just been doing a bunch of research on my own my current obsession is videos that are like explaining like what university is like in france but not even for foreigners just like for french people that are going to university and comparing it with like their high school and everything and it's just been very informative very useful for me to just sort of get a picture of like what everything works like because it's stuff that when i went into college here in colombia i already knew because of like word of mouth and just like the people i knew and everything but since i'm going in to france like so blind i just want to get like a general gist of things and how everything works so these youtube videos have been helping me a lot and also since they're in french they've been allowing me to practice the language of just like young people under this like not academic context but just like referring to all of the things of university so i've been very happy with that and for movies, I'm sorry to inform that kind of like my movie phase has been declining. I haven't watched many movies the past few days. I don't know. I've just been feeling like a little bit lazy for that. And I've just been watching so much YouTube and How I Met Your Mother. So maybe that's why. But the movies that I did watch were Hable Con Ella, which is Talk to Her in English. It's by Almodovar, which is one of my mom's favorite directors. So I've watched that one and Mujeres al Borde Un Ataque de Nervios, I think it's called. So yeah, it was really good. It was kind of insane, but it's basically about this woman that goes into a coma. Like there are two women that go into a coma and the nurse of one of them meets kind of like the 
boyfriend lover of the other one and you get to see kind of like both sides of the story it has an unexpected twist on one of those ends <laughs> i also watched vanilla sky which is kind of a bad movie <laughs> if i'm honest in terms of like there are many things that aren't clear but not in a cool mysterious way just like a really ambiguous way is what i felt and it was kind of like frustrating to watch but it kept me entertained for a while and then i also watched taxi driver which obviously is like a classic and i don't know i feel like it was good but maybe i didn't watch it in like the proper moment of my life because it didn't like wow me so much it was a little bit disappointing or maybe it's just because i'm getting a little bit used to like that kind of film I don't know, but I feel like if I had watched it in another point of my life, maybe before it would have amazed me more or maybe even like a, for a few years down the line. I don't know. I just feel like right now it didn't like completely blow my mind. All right. So sorry for that super long life update, but that's everything I wanted to say. All right. I'm literally so sore. I'm kind of in a weird position to record this, but it's supposed to help me, you know, like with my pain. Okay, so as you can tell by the title of this episode, we are going to be talking about waiting. And I want to specifically like orient the conversation towards waiting and like feeling like you're wasting your time and just sort of my thoughts on that. And what sparked really this conversation was something that I lived a couple of months ago when I was in my previous relationship. So this guy I was with was pretty flaky in terms of like schedules and he would oftentimes say that like he would pick me up at a certain time and then he would arrive sometimes like two hours later or sometimes plans would get canceled altogether. So it was pretty like flaky in that sense. So, you know, if I know I'm going out, I get super excited and I, you know, like get ready first and then I'll spend like the remaining time just like doing something else because I like to be ready and I don't want to be, you know, literally like just getting ready when there's like five minutes away, you know? So I always get ready first and then figure out what I want to do. So what sometimes would happen is like, say he said he would pick me up at eight. So I would get ready and it would be 7.45 and I'd be like, okay, well, he'll be here in 15 minutes. I'll just chill on my phone until I leave because, you know, there's no point in like getting in a big activity if he's literally about to be here. And then he would arrive at like 10 p.m. and 15 minutes on my phone turned into two hours and 15 minutes. And that would piss me off so much because in my mind, like if I knew I had two hours, I would have decided to do something completely different and just like engaged in a different activity than if I thought he was only 15 minutes away. And this is one specific example of something like a phenomenon that I found, like I noticed in other areas of my life. So basically in this context, waiting made me mad because it was disrespectful, like because other people were wasting my time, you know, other people weren't being like thoughtful of my time and just like setting me up for times that didn't end up like abiding. And obviously people make mistakes. I mean, if it were a one-time thing, I would understand, but it was literally like every time we went out. So I felt like external people were disrespecting my own personal time and that obviously made me mad. But I think what made me even more mad was the fact that I was being disrespectful with my time to myself. Because like at some point I noticed it was a bit of a pattern. So every time like 
I noticed that every single time like we were gonna go out I would spend like all this time on my phone before leaving instead of doing like an activity that was actually worth it you know and so I would get like mad at myself for not knowing better and not like planning accordingly and being able to do something actually productive with my time so it was just this really annoying thing of me being annoyed with the outside world but even more annoyed with myself for not like being one step ahead and this also was evidenced literally like earlier today I went to pick up my sibling from a driving lesson because they're getting like their license so I was told to pick them up at 6 and I arrived at 6.05 and they literally arrived at 7.15 so I spent an hour and 10 minutes in my car thankfully my best friend was with me because otherwise I would have literally gone mad but my point is like I couldn't go away and like come back because I didn't know that their class was gonna end at seven in my mind it was always like oh they can arrive at any minute so if I had known that I was like an hour early I would have like gone somewhere else or I would have brought something to entertain me in that time but I was totally unprepared. My phone was about to die. And since it was nighttime, I had almost reached the screen limit like on all of my social medias. So I couldn't exactly use them a lot. So that led me to be really frustrated because I was like, this time could be invested like in such a more productive way if any of the previous circumstances I just mentioned, you know, had like happened. So that's really another situation that got me thinking on waiting and the role it's played on my life because it's such a it's a dynamic that stresses me out so much like there's nothing else in my life that stresses me out in quite the same way i can't put a finger on it but it just it makes me like so frustrated the relationship i have with waiting and this episode is also partly inspired by an episode i heard from another podcast it's called siempre hay flores with daniela guerrero and she made an episode on the fear of wasting time so el miedo a perder el tiempo and she said some really interesting things on there and it got me thinking this episode is going to be different and I'm going to be talking about different things. But she also just said like different things that I really resonated with. So if you want to check that out, it's in Spanish. It will be linked in the show notes along with everything else I mentioned in this episode. For this first section, I really want to tackle what I consider is the point of this episode and just like my general thesis. And it is really like the way I want to live and it's giving yourself the gift of being thoughtful with your time. And this is really just like a message to myself, specifically in the two situations I mentioned earlier. But now just like in general, it's something that I really want to live by. And this is the deal. I don't know if everybody struggles with this, but it's definitely something that I struggled with. And what I want to tell myself is really just don't make a fuss on the formality of things. As I said, in my head, it was like, oh, it's just 15 minutes. You know, it's not worth it for me to start an activity I have pending. I'll just like waste time on my phone or do something what I call like these filler activities, you know, under those circumstances, the one with my ex-boyfriend going on my phone while I waited for him was a filler activity. It wasn't an activity that I was like intentional with or that it was something that I actually wanted to do or had to get done. It was just like, huh, I have nothing else to do in this short lapse of time. I guess I'll just do this. It's like when you're in the waiting room for a medical appointment or when you're in line, these things where you didn't exactly think what you wanted to do. So you just resorted to this filler activity. I think that's a really important concept. So what I want to tell myself is really to just to like stop making a fuss on the formality of things, you know? Even if it's just like five minutes you have to spare, you can spend those doing something that's like more important to you and it will leave you feeling like more fulfilled and more at ease and like not hating yourself. 
you may think to yourself like five minutes is so little but if you're doing if you spend that time doing something that you actually care about as opposed to a filler activity you'll be more grateful for yourself so that's not to say that like you can never be on your phone again you can never waste time again that's not what i'm saying it's just that in my case after doing that repeatedly and having it be like my default i would just always feel really disappointed in myself so this is an idea of like a behavior you can change so that you don't resent yourself in that way and also i want to emphasize what i mean by like not making a fuss of it like in my mind it would always be like five minutes isn't worth it like if i'm going to work for instance on a problem set or if i'm going to do homework i want it to be like proper like a proper amount of time for me to seriously be able to dive deep and all of that and of course that's important and i will have plenty of spaces to do that properly but i can also just work a little bit at it right now and have it be like a casual thing like not everything needs to be this big overwhelming event because that just really leads you to like put resistance towards that and make it feel like unattainable when in reality there are some things in life that if they make you feel good or if they make you feel productive or if they get you closer to your goals or if it's something that's pending you shouldn't place them like so far away from you they should be things that you feel like you can do at any moment and that's just like something that will help yourself out you know so yeah, I chose the example of homework because that's always what I would think of, you know, like if it's Friday night and I'm about to, to, you know, like a go out party or whatever, I could, you know, put in a little bit of time right before I leave on doing a little bit of my homework so that I can actually enjoy myself more tonight and feel more accomplished and feel like I got a little bit of a weight on, like on me, like off, you know? That would have been something that if I had applied last semester, it would have, I feel just like improved my relationship with myself. So yeah, all of this to say, five minutes at an activity are worth it if it's getting you closer to your goal. And honestly, I just want to say this as like a reminder to myself because I remember that in the past, like when I was in middle school, high school, basically secondary school, I don't know why I'm gringificando it, <laughs> but I had to really master this. I remember like in seventh, eighth grade, when I was in dance, I would come home from school, I would just grind at all of my homework for however t much time I had so that I could go to dance and like already had accomplished all of it and I just had that so clear I was like even if it's five minutes I'm gonna do what I can and that was just such a healthy mindset it would help me do the things I needed to get done and stop making such a big fuss over them so sort of the conclusion I have for situations like the one I said in the introduction with my past relationship if you don't know how long something is going to take and you have an amount of time like before that or even if you have like just like the faintest doubt of when something could happen that you're waiting for it to happen to shape your day just get busy you know it's not worth it to just like sit and wonder and be like oh but it could happen right now or like i could leave right now no like it's not worth it even if you kind of have a doubt of how long it will take think as if you had a long amount of time and what you would want to do with that time Honestly, I just wish I had applied this because it would have freed me from like so much resentment towards others and towards myself. So if you're waiting for this person to pick you up, which is kind of flaky and has been flaky in the past, don't hope for the best of them. Assume that they're going to take a long time and use that time wisely because nine times out of 10, you will be right. They will take a long time and you won't be angry with yourself for making the most of your time. So for the next time, I'm all ready. I have my super cute outfit, my makeup, my hair, everything and I'm waiting for somebody to pick me up or for it to be time for me to go, I will not go on TikTok or do whatever. I will do my homework or clean my room or do something that I had on my to-do list and not resort to those filler activities. 
So yeah, all of this just to say really that I resented those around me, obviously in part because what they were doing, you know, with like leading me on with the time was wrong, but also I was even angrier with myself and that's something that I projected on them and that I would sort of blame on them, even though it was also kind of my fault for not, you know, being like more, you know, quick with my time and responsible with it and, you know, sort of like planning for the worse and assuming that they would take long like they always do and done what I would have wanted to do if I knew I had a lot of time. Okay, so in conclusion, just like giving yourself the gift of being thoughtful with your time will help you and your relationship with those around you. I'm not saying that my relationship failed because of this, but I'm just saying that this is a point of resentment I have with a lot of people if they make me wait for them. I get angry with myself for not spending my own time better, even though it is kind of their fault, but if I had been like more you know, intelligent with my time, I wouldn't be angry at them for taking long. Now I want to talk about wasting time. So the concept of wasting time, I think is kind of funny because technically it's all about perspective. And what I mean by that is a set amount of time, like under specific circumstances can be seen as a waste of time for one person, but not for another. So it's really about like how you frame it and the perspective you give it. So oddly, I don't find it a waste of time when I'm sitting in traffic, whether I'm driving or I'm in the passenger seat or I'm on a bus. Because for me, I know that traffic is something that I'm very much exposed to in the city I live in, Medellin, because it's really hectic. So I feel like having that just so deeply aware inside of me, I crafted a lifestyle in terms of transportation that would allow me to always maximize my time when I am commuting. So when I'm driving, I'm always listening to something I care about, whether it be music or a podcast. I'm not really in a hurry when I'm driving. And when I am driving, it's like literally when there's no traffic and it's super late. But usually when I'm in traffic, I don't really have a rush to get home quickly or get to my destination quickly. And honestly, I have the realization that I'm if I'm sitting in traffic, it's because it's truly inevitable because... I am always like very conscious of the time I pick to like leave my house or leave wherever I am in terms of traffic. So if I know that I'm sitting in the middle of a traffic jam, it's because it was absolutely inevitable. And with that in mind, I know that if I'm sitting in that traffic jam and it was inevitable, it's because it's kind of like destined for me because yes, I do believe in destiny. If you want to hear more on my thoughts on that, because I feel like there's a lot to say. I have an entire episode on that and like my theory on the human existence. And like, if I'm in the passenger seat, then it's probably with a person that I like care about and we're listening to good music together or we can take the time to like talk about things or just like appreciate what's around us, you know, with another person. That can also be really powerful. And if I'm like on a bus, this is where it gets like most productive. I feel like my biggest blessing is that I don't get dizzy when I read on like transport. So I will read. Um, if I'm like in college, what I would do like past semester on the bus was read like my academic content, like do extra readings and all of that I would do on the bus because it was like, well, if I like weren't reading this, I would not be doing anything academic. So it's like a perfect way for me to boost like the work that I'm getting done because it's not something that I would do sitting at home. It's like I do it on the bus or I don't do it at all, (laughs) if that makes sense. So yeah, my point is like I really prioritized the role that traffic could play in my life and I just sort of built a life around it so that I never feel like traffic is a waste of time. 
And this, of course, relates to waiting, which is a theme of this episode, because when you're in traffic, you can feel like you're waiting to move forward. But it's so much more powerful if you view it as an opportunity to be present. So with this, I definitely have sort of like a liberating perspective in terms of traffic, but that leads to the question, is this perspective because I've built this time to feel productive? In other words, if I hadn't made like these strategies to maximize my time in traffic, would it feel like a waste of time? Do I see it as not a waste of time because I found a way to for it to be productive? And furthermore, can something that isn't productive not be considered a waste of time? And mind you, in this case, when I say productive, I mean whatever like is productive to you. If that is like TikToks because you have like a purpose with them or like a specific goal with them or like literally being on Instagram, if that is productive to you, then like, okay, we're considering it productive in this example. But my point is, would any activity that isn't productive can it be viewed as not a waste of time? To rephrase once again, well, no, it's like different perspectives of the same question, I guess. But should time be productive, whatever that may mean to us, in order to it not be considered a waste of time? I guess it really, like, the way I see it is that there's a time and a place for things and sort of like some things are more valuable to be done or like have greater importance to be done at a certain time and that's kind of like the explanation i give to why traffic doesn't feel like a waste of time to me because i do important things in time in in that time and waiting to go out does seem like a waste of time precisely because it's like spaces of time but it's what you do with them i don't like i'm not categorizing this because like these two things because one's traffic and one's waiting to go out i'm categorizing them because in one i listen to things that i care about or educate myself and in the other one i literally do nothing you know the circumstances here don't really affect it's what i do with that time that shapes the perspective i have regarding it something else that i feel is really important to say is that a lot of times in my life i'm waiting but not like okay i'm waiting it i'm waiting for it to be 5 15. i'm not waiting for it to be an exact time but more so i'm waiting for something to happen in a way that's like okay when that happens i'll consider it a cue you know for instance like okay when my phone dies i'll go shower you know like i just want to emphasize that sometimes when i'm waiting for things and they're like self-imposed or not necessarily self-imposed they can be external as well but a lot of the time i'm waiting for things to happen because i consider them like life cues and that just kind of makes me miserable for instance in that example of waiting for my phone to die so that i can shower it's like i've been on my phone for a while there's nothing new for me to do on there like a part of me just wants to go shower right away but another part of me doesn't feel like quite ready or is just lazy and comfortable so i make up an excuse to like prolong the stay of like what i'm currently doing and that's kind of like a toxic trick because i'm not gaining anything by spending more time on my phone like the clock is ticking i could be doing like things that enrich me more i could like shower like there's no reason for me to continue on my phone yet i kind of trick myself into doing it and i make myself wait so i feel like all of this goes to show and what i really want to sort of demonstrate with this perspective is contrasting what makes me feel like i'm wasting time and what doesn't make me feel like i'm wasting time like it's 
like i can have a scenario like i can have two scenarios that can seem like a waste of time but depending on what i do with them one of them may not seem like a waste of time and i just think that perspective is key in that and sort of like how i look at these situations in the big scale and when i'm kind of like creating my life and deciding what i do like under certain circumstances like that perspective really determines how i'm gonna feel about what i'm doing in a determined moment like again going back to those two examples of traffic and waiting to go out if i developed a mechanism so that i didn't feel like i'm wasting time before i go out that could seem like a perfect a perfectly productive like frame of time and i'd view it as important as sitting in traffic you know it's all about like how i choose to build it in my life I'm not quite there yet, at least with that specific case, but I have another example of where I did accomplish it. So yeah, I feel like perspective really makes everything here. With all of that, now I want to talk about what I think moving forward and sort of how I want to guide myself in the future. The first thing is that like a realization, like literally all your time alive is precious. No matter what you're doing, if you're sitting in traffic, if you're waiting to go out, like the simple fact that your heart is beating like that makes your time here precious and you shouldn't have to categorize things as productive or not productive to make it feel like something is sort of worth your time or worth being celebrated in your life you know and just thinking of like the grand scheme of life i genuinely don't ever want to feel guilty about how i've spent my time even if I'm just like staring at the ceiling, like I don't want to ever have to feel guilty about how I spend my time. Even if it seems on the surface as something meaningless or a waste of time, like I want to develop and cultivate the ability to appreciate every waking minute. Like even if it seems like I'm doing nothing and just staring at the ceiling, maybe inside I was having like a really profound reflection process and i was learning things about myself and i was you know thinking about my life understanding things around me so that time turns into something like really precious and valuable you know so i feel like you can't even judge things on the surface and every moment in its difference has something valuable activities that seem productive to you are important for obvious reasons but also activities that don't seem productive or like worth it or just really simple and bland you should teach yourself to view the value in those as well because precisely that contrast is what makes them so important and special in your life and they shape like the balance that you have so i think we should stop categorizing things and putting them into boxes not necessarily as productive or not productive because i don't feel that's a problem i feel like the problem is deeper and just having it be like moments that matter and moments that don't matter and the reason i make that distinction is because i already said a before that productive is so subjective so like the idea is that you reach a point where you view everything as productive in its differences so that's why i feel like it's more important to make the statement with moments that matter and moments that don't matter i feel like we shouldn't view any moment at all as something that doesn't matter we should learn to cultivate it and view it as something that contributes to our existence so yeah i'm saying that instead of productive because anything can be considered productive but um i don't want to reach the point where i feel like moments don't matter and obviously in life like there are circumstances that you can control and others you can't so if you're ever going to hold yourself accountable for the way you spend your time just make sure that you're doing it in the circumstances that you do control you know there's no reason to blame yourself for external resources you know 
and like you can't be too hard on yourself for instance in that case where i was waiting for my sibling for like over an hour i wasn't prepared like i didn't know i would be waiting that long so i feel like i can't be too hard on myself for quote unquote wasting that time now i realize in retrospect that nothing is a waste of time but you know in like my old mentality like i can't be hard on myself because it was sort of like an external thing that was imposed on me but at the same time one could argue like you should always be prepared period you know you should always have something in your bag something in your car you know like a book or something to entertain you a charger like literally you know but yeah with that like there are two sides to the story all i mean here is that you can't criticize the way you spent time when it's circumstances that were out of your control and circumstances that are out of your control can be defined however you want to define it you know like i feel like that's also something really subjective and you can be as hard on yourself with this definition or as not harder on yourself like as you want or as you are prone to be another thing that i want to consider moving forward is even just like five minutes counts five minutes working on a task doing homework cleaning your room like all of that counts it really does add up so don't tell yourself to do like a filler activity just because you think that five minutes isn't enough Another big piece of advice is that if you're ever like consistently facing something that can be considered a waste of time or just like empty time, invent a mechanism to exploit it. That's what I did with traffic. I knew that traffic was something that I face a lot, so I found a way to make the best of it. And that's what I'm trying to do with, you know, waiting to go out. If you face sort of like a lot in your life, sort of like this blank amount of time, find sort of like a system that you can put in place for instance with the traffic thing like it's so automatic for me you know like it's prevented before it happens you know if i reach traffic i'm already listening to me listening to music or a podcast so just really build systems that make it easy for you to follow along i want to add that everything happens for a reason and this ties in with what i was saying before that every waking moment is important and every moment has value because of the balance it contributes to your life so with that i want to say that everything does happen for a reason like you're put in different circumstances for a specific reason and you can view it as like you have per you have a purpose in every situation that you're put in however big or small it may be literally like if you're staring at the ceiling there's a mini purpose for you in that moment and i just feel like if you view things like that it adds so much value into your day-to-day -day life and it's like liberating it's like everything that i'm going through has a point another note is really just don't be afraid to take things slow as i said in my example i've <laughs> given so many examples in this episode but like when you're staring at the ceiling like that's really just taking things slow and being present in a moment and don't be afraid to do that because in that example remember everything that i said you achieved you know you reflected on your life the situations around you how you feel all of that and it's so valuable and that could have only come from taking things slow and stepping out of the rush so don't be afraid to take things slow don't consider that taking things slow is a waste of time because nothing is a waste of time and slow living has its own value and richness to it and this is coming from a person who is pretty go to go and i always like to be maximizing sort of what i can do i was like listening to podcasts in the background and sort of like yeah just maximizing things but that doesn't mean that i don't enjoy just like a moment of silence of inner reflection with like no stimulation just me with myself slow moments again those are valuable because of the contrast provided from my usual fast-paced life to wrap up here are my main takeaways i must confess i actually recorded this episode in three separate occasions like 
three different sittings because <laughs> it's just been like really complicated to push it out this week i don't know it's been kind of hectic so i don't know if that like if it was marked by sort of like inconsistency or like a different train of thought but i always recorded like in different sittings different sections so i never like cut my idea in the middle of it and with this episode something really important happened that sometimes occurs to me and i find it so important and it's that somewhere in there i don't exactly remember when i had a revelation that i didn't even plan you know it was just like me talking that i realized this huge thing and i feel like that's so important because literally talking through this was that i realized it i hadn't thought of it before so it's like wow if i had never decided to plan this episode or if i never like sat down and recorded i would have never realized this and it is what i said like along the lines of nothing being a waste of time like everything having like serving a different purpose in your life and what i said about like categorizing things as productive and not productive and things that matter and don't matter like that it was really groundbreaking for me like as i was saying it a lot of important nuggets were like dropped throughout this episode in the previous section about moving forward i did state like some general rule not rules but just like advice and things that i had realized and built upon throughout the episode but i don't want to make like a proper sort of wrap up to this first we talked about giving yourself the gift of being thoughtful with your time and this is just like really questioning in your day-to-day -day life whether you have so much as five minutes like what would you want to do with this time when you're looking back tomorrow what do you want to remember you doing with this time no matter how little or big and really just like how is that going to make you feel and remember even if it's just five minutes if it's getting you closer to your goal then it's totally worth it and really just like removing the stigma and the formality and just the barrier between us and the things we want to do make them feel like casual like comfortable like attainable like you don't need to do this entire ritual to get in the zone that will really liberate you and this is coming from a person that loves formality that loves structure that loves academia that loves processes and just like that really big formality of stuff like sometimes you need to tear that down to just get things done then we talked about wasting time and what i consider wasting time and what i don't consider wasting time and how it's literally shaped by your perspective and with that we reached a really important conclusion about just realizing that nothing in life doesn't matter that every moment we're faced with has a purpose for us and we like it's up to us to find it and if we find it it will make us live a more intentional life but we could at the same time be completely oblivious to that and just go our own paths and ignore that so it's really up to you Lastly, we talked about moving forward, which is just through the episode and the realizations that I made, how I want my life to be in the future. I just really want to be more intentional with my time, appreciate everything for what it is, never feel guilty about what I've done with my time. But meanwhile, like trying to be as intentional with it as possible. And if there's an opportunity for me to do an activity that I consider more productive or will get me closer to my goals, to be able to do it and not sort of like get lost in myself and make up excuses and really just think about like tomorrow what would i have wanted to do today and i'm not framing this question like five years time because you obviously won't remember what you did with five minutes on a random friday night but maybe tomorrow when you're like facing the consequences you will so that's kind of like my guidepost in that sense so yeah this episode was really just about waiting and if that should be viewed as a waste of time 
For this week's recommendation, I have a podcast that's called the Glow Up Diaries podcast. So it is by Olivia Dandrea. She is a person that I've talked about a lot on the podcast just because she literally has shaped me. I've been following her since like 2017 where she would do stretching routines on her YouTube channel. But now she released a podcast, which I love. Basically, the Glow Up Diaries started as a series that she did on her YouTube channel, tracking her progress with like weight loss and all of that and particularly that's not the content i usually consume but as i was such a big fan of olivia i watched a couple of episodes and they were just really well produced and edited and she really put her special touch on them but i never really like aligned with that content and with that journey i couldn't really relate to it but now the podcast even though it has the same name of the glow up diaries i feel like it's much more broad it's not only addressing things about like physical health and all of that but also just growing like inside your mind and just like coming to peace with yourself and you know like mentalities that limit you and just how to live like a better life with yourself and not be fighting with yourself i feel is really what she advocates for so yeah i really like the podcast that she's branched out into more topics and it's just very peaceful for me to listen to her i don't know it's something about the way she expresses herself or the quality of the sound or like both of them combined i found this podcast like really really nice i really enjoyed it she releases episodes every other Thursday and they're like between 20 and 30 minutes, so they're not super long. And yeah, I just feel like she's very friendly in the way she addresses things. Like famil- like familiar, you know? Like she's not like this ex- she doesn't try to be this expert. She tries to be like- and she is a normal person that's just speaking from her experience and she gives advice that I feel like is really applicable and honest and vulnerable. So if you're interested in that type of content, be sure to check it out. Well, that's about it for this episode. I would like to clarify that I am not a specialist. Everything I share is based off of my experience and what I've learned. Don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram at Podcast. I'm very active on there. It's a visually aesthetic platform built with interactive spaces for us. Please tag me on your stories and send me pics listening with your tea. Also, please rate, review, follow, and subscribe. <laughs> Whatever your platform lets you do, it would help me out a lot. Because reviews are the only way I can start growing, getting recommended to new people, and being included in rankings. Plus, I read reviews on here, so if you want to be featured, go on right ahead. Please spread this episode with any friends or family you think will like it. I would love it for you to share your thoughts on this podcast. You can send me a voice message directly through Anchor or through my email podcast at gmail.com. You can reach out for business inquiries and set up sponsorships through there as well. Make sure to check out the show notes. There's a bunch of fun stuff listed down there alongside with links to everything I mentioned here today. Remember, you can join me every Thursday for a new episode, including the last one of every month with the guest and an additional bonus monthly Q&A. Thank you for your time and for joining me in my little corner of the internet. I appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. Have a beautiful week and a wonderful existence.